Slow cooker week at murphysamandjody.com. Somehow that manages to speed it up for you. It actually does. Even uh-huh. though slow cooker. Yep. Yeah. Even it's cleanup. time for the producer's mailbag. We love hearing from you. Reach out anytime on Instagram, Facebook, or 877-310-4MSJ. What do we have in that bag, David? Well, we're going to get to Susan's question in a second because she needs Murphy and Sam's help on okay. a device. She wants to buy her new hubby. I'm ready. <clears throat> but first, I want to read a sweet message from Marietta. She says, you guys make my 30-minute commute to work bearable. With my six year old, uh, with my six year old along for the ride in the car. Sweet, I love the family, fu- family friendly subject matter, and I love the dynamics of your trio. Thanks for making my morning radio fun again. Thank you. Well, thanks, Marietta. Thank That's a beautiful name. What a cool name! And I wonder if your nickname is Mary, or you don't stand for that because you have a cool name. <laughs> or anyway. Ada. Oh that yeah, would be just as pretty. That is cool. <laughs> All right, look, yeah. Reach out anytime. We love hearing from you. And Susan says, hey, guys, I would like to purchase a handheld game device for my hubby. I know he likes to play a game on his phone where he flies and lands different kinds of planes in different locations. Are there any handheld gaming devices that aren't outrageously expensive that you know of? Hmm. Sounds like he has the ultimate handheld gaming device already. Maybe. It's called a smartphone. Yeah. (laughs) Well, there's a ton of software out there that are really computer based games. So maybe what you should look for is something that is a a joystick or something that goes with a regular PC. Because. what do they call the flight flight simulator? It sounds like a flight simulator that he's flying. Mm-hmm. My dad was into those, and they're really sophisticated and cool these days. But that's about the best that I can think of. If you really want that experience, you needed to have it on a bigger screen, not just a smartphone. Mm-hmm. I bet he would love that. That's yeah. just my thought. My recommendation. Um, I'm surprised that you, Murphy, have never done that, or your dad, like a game where you're taking off yeah. and landing planes. Every time they get together, Murphy and his dad, they end up talking about aviation. Right. And your dad learned to fly and, and yeah. had mm-hmm. lessons and yeah. loves flight. Does yeah. he have a license? He had his license. Oh. Um, so, you know, I used to play those games, I guess, you know, back in the early Windows days, like Windows 95, yeah. Windows 98. Mm-hmm. I had one of those. I just hadn't thought about it in a while. They are kind of cool. So realistic now. That mm-hmm. would blow your mind. Yeah, they're real. I mean, they have even the squawk channels and all those kind of things where you hear pilot talk and you can talk with other people who are flying too. It's yeah. like the fantasy football of flight. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, look, Marietta and Susan, thank you so much. Reach out anytime. We'd love to hear from you on Instagram or Facebook. And when you get a sec today, uh, go ahead and follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook when you get a moment. That way you'll always know when we go Facebook Live. And we always love to hear from you. So thank you. Uh, You know, I'm having some trouble uh, sleeping lately or falling asleep. Sam, because you think? You know, Sam, what I do is I actually drink Sleepy Time Tea. Huh. That's not a commercial, by the way. We make Sleepy Time Tea at night I like a lot that, of times. the Sleepy Time Extra that has the, you know, I mean, it's just. What's it got in it? I, well, I'm probably going to say this stuff. wrong. It it has just basic herbs. I think it has valerian, which is supposed to be a sleep aid. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, that reminds me of Game of Thrones. Valerian steel. Sorry, of course, Every time, help everything it. goes <laughs> back to Game of Thrones. It does not. You said valerian. But anyway, so what did you find that helps you? Well, yesterday you we had some suggestions in the producer's mailbag, and I think Sue had suggested I get the Calm app, which yeah. is what you have for meditation, Murphy. Yes, that's right. Like on your Amazon Echo. Right oh, next no, 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 no. Oh, no. On, on my phone. I got okay. it on my phone. Okay. And uh, on the, part, one of the sections on the Calm app is bedtime stories or sleep stories to mm-hmm. put you to sleep. Okay. So I downloaded it, and I, oh. I got this story, and, and there's this lady talking about a, a waterfall. Mia was in her garage when she first heard the sound. 
The open door looked out on a damp and cloudy afternoon. A blanket of gray had hung in the sky. Oh my gosh! She's too. They want a blanket of gray. (laughs) That is Tamara. That is she's the one who actually does the the uh, the meditations. Oh, so you know her. Well, not personally. I just spend 10 minutes with her every morning, Jody. That's awesome. <laughs> and Tamara's telling me the story about how this lady goes and she walks into the forest and she finds the waterfall. And it's when she gets to the waterfall, she breathes in deeply and re- releases slowly. And yeah. And so it was like 21 minutes long. And that's after, a long time for that. After about, I mean, it rela- I'll tell you, I'll say this for it. It relaxed me. Good. It did not knock me out. Because it, it ended at 21 minutes and I was still awake, but it had relaxed me. Nice. Good. That it achieved enough, its purpose, right? Yeah, enough that I didn't fall asleep during it, but I fell asleep shortly after it. You know what is so funny to me about this? You both have the same girlfriend now. Her name is Tamara. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, she's I in your so. life daily. She's great, though. I mean, really, I mean, the, cool. the, I, I do that 10-minute app every day. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize that she read the bedtime stories. Yeah. Now, if I, I could spend morning and evening with yeah. her without knowing that, Jody, yes, if you're okay you with that. I wonder if that's her normal delivery or if, like, in real life she speaks faster or... It's that's her delivery for her work. Yeah. Okay, just check. Well, sure. She sounds like a calm-centered person to me. She's probably like that every day. She's probably like that at the checkout line. Yeah. Oh, Murphy, Sam, and Tamara. You guys like? <laughs> no. no. You're looking for something good to read? Check out our Not So Serious Book Club. There's always a lot of good recommendations there. I'm reading It by Stephen King. Several years late, but I wanted to know what all the hoopla's about. Don't want to see the movie. Is it scary? There's some scary parts, of course. But it's a really good book. It's interesting to me that it's so different. Same story, but like movie you won't do, but the book you will. Well, I just want to do the book first. I need to know what I'm in for. Scary clowns, what you're in for. Because I can close a book. I don't want to walk out on a theater experience. Well, I agree with you on that, too. There you go. Uh, the other day, this past weekend, uh, I had my belated birthday party, my son Jackson and yeah, I. Sam. And my mom um, picked up Maddie at her house and brought her up to the party. That's they sweet. came up, and then they went home uh, together afterwards. But um, I was talking to Maddie on the phone last night, and she said, you know, I really did have a good time riding with Mimi. And, oh. you know, first of all, I'm thinking, uh-oh. What did Mimi tell her? <laughs> yeah, because my mom is really old school, so she'll get into some of those old stories that I've heard a million times. And and um, you know the kids, I mean, kids love that, though. Your your children love to hear the stories from grandma. I know I did as a yeah. kid. Or even if like, they don't know they love it, they need it. Right, because it's a connection, it's something special, and it's kind of like this little time transport thing. You yeah, know? I think the things that got her the most were when she started t- talking about your daddy. You know, well, your daddy this and your daddy that. Your daddy meaning you, yeah. right? Meaning me, yeah. And she did tell Maddie, and, and I've seen the pictures of this, about how um, how chubby of a child I was. Oh, <laughs> Sam, I'm sorry. When I was really, really little. That's okay. Uh, you know, we had one of those blow-up pools, you know, the little four-foot-around I'm aware pool. of it, yeah. And we've got, like, thousands of pictures of me just sitting on there like a bump on a log. Wow. You know, with just... You're the oldest. That's why you have thousands of pictures of you just doing nothing. The good news is she didn't show her any of those pictures because those are all at my mom's house. Right. But she did go tell me. Mimi says that you were... You were really fat when you oh, were little. Well, you know, so, you're, so your mom doesn't tell that story that she's told a million times about how she almost died in childbirth? No, <laughs> she wouldn't tell that to Maddie. No, you think m- she wouldn't. Maybe when Maddie's older but she is might. It, but isn't that an exaggerated story and not real? It's just about oh, no, your, that's your head a real being story. so big that you were... My head was so big, they had a cho- my dad had a choice of me or oh, lose my mom. What? Look. Seems I, like everything worked out just despite fine. Despite those stories, Maddie needs 
that she's probably longing for that relationship with her grandmother. And where else yeah. is she going to hear so- uh, stories about you, Sam? Yeah. Nobody else is going to have I those ain't going to tell them. Love hearing from you. Jump into the conversation anytime at 877-310-4675. Birgit's calling for you, Jody. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, I'm darling? Good. I'm doing good. Sweet. Wow. I just heard you talking about the uh, book, It. Yes. Um, and I'm a huge fan. I just read it for the 10th time this what? past summer. Whoa. Jesus. Yeah, I love it. I just love it. Um, okay. I've read it, I don't know, uh, I think I was like 13 when I first read it. Wow, that's um, a big book. So, <laughs> You're not intimidated by books, the size of books. No, no. Nice. And this one, it's just, it's not just about the clown. It really isn't. Um, okay. It's about friendship. And mm-hmm. that's that's what gets me. It's, it's the very end of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, makes me cry every time. <gasps> oh, it's, wow. Yeah. You know, I know a, a lot of friends who tell me this. I have another friend. I told I, I was telling the guys who said, "Jody, you love to read. You like Stephen King. You should give it a try." And every time I've grabbed it in the library, it's like, man, do it's I need too this, heavy. or is it a it, is it a doorstop? It is intimidating, um, but it it will not take long to get into it. It really won't. Okay, good it's, deal. For me, Game of Thrones was harder to get into. Oh well, um, I see. I'm on the third book, yeah. so yeah. I finished them already, too, so. <laughs> oh, Man, you smoke um, everybody. Yeah. So have you seen the new movie? I have. I went huh. on Saturday all by myself. Oh, you're really <laughs> brave. Okay, so yeah. was it great? It was really good. It was better than the TV um, version back in the 90s. Right. It is different from the book, um, but it's very well made. I mean, there's always differences. They can't do it. Exactly right. Like the no, yeah. nobody can touch what, what a book can do. It's true. It's so true. It's a long read. Well, look, thanks but, so yeah. much for that. You're yeah. so welcome. We appreciate the call, Birgit. You know, it's funny that she said the length of the book is intimidating. I would it think is. the subject matter of the book <laughs> yeah, is what would be yeah. intimidating, right? Well, no, I've read plenty of Stephen King, and it's not all just scary. It's very intelligent. Yeah. That's why he's the master. Yeah. So maybe I just need to get over myself, because I have picked it up so many times and I never... No, man. 1,100 pages, though. So. I know. It's just... It's the equivalent <laughs> of reading a, a few yeah. books. I got Netflix to watch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. right. 877-310-4675. We love hearing from you. We love hearing from you, and you can join the conversation, join the show anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Call or text. How are you, Julie? Great. Love y'all's show. Thank, Thank you. you. Keeps me laughing all the way to work in the morning. Sweet. Oh, I Thanks. love you guys. Sweet. What's up? Suggestion for Sam. Okay. And, and the sleeping. Yes. Now, I know y'all talked about the Amazon the Echo. Yeah. Um. Oh. I can't remember if Sam has an Echo or not. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I got one. But, okay, look up when I was having a lot of trouble sleeping at night, being the mom of five teenagers. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it'll do that. <laughs> Constantly thinking about what you have to have going on, plus yeah. the work. And, yeah. And I find ocean waves very soothing. Yeah. And they have apps to where you can play the sound of ocean waves. On the Amazon, and you can play it first. Oh my yeah. On the on Echo, the Echo. Huh. I bet they uh-huh. have. I bet they have like uh, waterfalls and crickets and all that kind of stuff, huh? Oh yeah, you can do rainforest, but I, oh yeah, not so much. Um, <laughs> I love the rainforest. <laughs> I like the thunder. Yeah, they too. have rainstorms. Yeah, uh, but sometimes the thunder kind of 
What do you think, Sam? Good. Would that keep you awake? Would it add stuff to your brain? Uh, no, I'm going to have to try it out. Yes. My, my only issue with um, those digital things like that yeah. is that sometimes they're loops. Oh. And so I'm gonna start. Oh. I'm gonna start concentrating on when it loops and you starts repeating. Are your own worst enemy? Yeah. Yeah. right there. <laughs> but I'm willing to give it a shot. I never even thought of that. I'm gonna bring it into the no room kidding. tonight. Kidding? Yeah. With well, the ocean waves, it, you really can't tell a loop. It's just the soothing sound. You shouldn't be able to tell. Way. Now he's gonna try. <laughs> Julie, this is a beautiful. This is a beautiful suggestion. We yes. thank you for it. Thank you. You're an angel. He's going to be up listening for the loop. Yeah, I'm going to give it a spin, though. It's funny that you say that because I have, you know, the same. I guess some of the original sound effects and things that I've downloaded in my phone have done that same thing, mm-hmm. but I still don't keep me awake at night. You eventually drift off. It's still relaxing. I don't Julie, ever hear that. the same that, reason that I can't meditate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Julie, thank you. 877-310-4675. All right, we all know the way that we some some of us watch TV shows today is to binge them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a term now, it's a verb. You're going to go home and binge something, um, and you do it together. And it's sort of a negative association because, you know, truly... Anytime we've binged a show together, Murphy, mm-hmm. it's harder to remember. If you watch two and three episodes and then two and three episodes another day, yeah. it's harder to remember. When you have to wait a week for something, it's almost like that that one first show you watch sort of sits with you and marinates all week. And you talk about it at work. And, right. Yeah. And so it it establishes itself better. Like, it took me a long time to watch Mad Men, and I oh, liked that. It did, but it didn't take you as long as you thought, and... I think that of any of the shows that you and I have watched together, except for maybe The Sopranos, um, we would do as many as three episodes in one shot, potentially. But that's, yeah. But that was it. That makes I can't, you feel like a loser. I, I can't <laughs> do any more than that. Was, yeah. Um, and what you did, Sam, with Stranger Things 2 is called a binge race. Yes. Netflix has actually come up with a term where if the day it comes out, you're waiting for it because you're going to blow through it all. Right. It's uh, binge racing. You didn't plan to do that. It just happened to you. It just You can't stop. Well, right. see, that's it. It's the, And when Jody and I watched the first episode, which that's as far as we are in the season two, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to do the second episode, but it's too late. Yeah. I mean, do you find that you like you don't go to bed? You we stay up too late, late when you do uh, that? Yeah, Maddie and I were up Saturday night till almost midnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got to finish! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's called a binge race. Well, you know all the negative reasons not to do that because you're not being active. You know, your brain's rotten away. You don't remember it anyway, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. blah. But there are a couple of good things about it. And I'm sure you experience this. And I experience this every time with Murphy, with you, Murphy. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we watch something together, it's a shared experience. Right. It's something we look forward to together. So it's actually a positive thing for couples. Yeah. So it's something that you sort of bond over. And I feel that way. Yeah, me too. I'm like, I, I can't wait for Whenever you can't watch with me, I'm like, man, it, it's a shared experience, Sam. So you and Maddie. That's Maddie part will, of what we made it become. Right. Because it's like, Maddie, you know what's out today. Let's, right. Let's do it together. And that show will be an iconic thing for her in her childhood. Uh, that's a shared memory now, mm-hmm. even though it was pop culture. I do like the shared experience part, though. You're right. It's funny, I am so not qualified to give Sam any sort of online dating advice, just because it's not something I've ever done, you know? I mean, Jody yeah. and I been together for a long time, and but when you had the profile pic disappear on you, right as you were about to respond, yeah. I really did think that, you know... That that could be a scam or something like that. Yeah, and so she Ellen, was too good to be true. Yeah, and so Ellen actually is is confirming that. Thanks, Ellen eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. 
you do have to watch out for scammers Oof. because there Oof. are people on there that aren't who they say they are. Yeah. So Murphy was right on that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I mm-hmm. would get these men that would be in way different state, mm-hmm. uh, like really far off from me. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they would be these hot, like, firefighter dudes. <laughs> and it Talking was all the same uh, type of... Uh, message that they would send it was you know i'm i'm looking for that special someone and it was kind of like a generic yeah you know to me when somebody puts that kind of effort forth for something that's a sham or whatever you want to call it wouldn't you wouldn't it be better to put your effort towards something else that's legit i just can't understand it like how much work has to go into getting some ladies money what they're looking for probably money Yeah. yeah Yeah, uh. and, you know, they may not even be in the States. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It may be, you know, they're somewhere else, and then they're going to tell you the sob yeah. story, and then they're going to get try to get your money or whatever. But it was, it was very uh, frustrating to have to search and to determine, yeah. you know, who is doing that and is correct and who is not. So your advice to um, me is to take down my firefighter pictures. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Actually, if you had firefighter pictures, you'd up your odds. Yeah, probably so. That's right. Don't be misleading. Thank you, Alan. Um, 877-310-4675. Anytime you want to join us. I have had a few, uh, like Alan said, from out of the country Uh that are looking for, uh, you know, basically looking for a husband. How are those pictures? Um... They're enticing? Pretty enticing, Okay, yeah. so, but those are the ones clearly that aren't Alarm legit, bells. right? Well, yeah. Duh. <laughs> One can dream, Sam, but sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, join us anytime. Let us know about your experiences online. 877-310-4MSJ. Um, 877-310-4MSJ to jump in anytime to the conversation. Sam, yeah. more online dating advice and stories for you. Yeah, because I'm on two sites, Plenty of Fish yeah. and Match.com. All right, Casey, what's your story? I've actually met my fiancé on Plenty of Fish. Nice. There are some very strange people out there. Yeah. <laughs> I can vouch for that. So you have to be very careful. But one of the rules that I had always said is my first date with them was going to be at lunch. Nice, Uh yes. Because I only had an hour for lunch, Mm -hmm. and I always, as a female, it's kind of difficult for men to take this, but if I didn't think it was going to work out, Mm -hmm. I paid for lunch. That way I didn't feel obligated to have to go out again. I feel you. Okay. So, But it does work. There are some really good people out there. You just have to weed through the bad ones to, to find the good ones. And actually... We're getting married next June. Nice. So, Casey, how long were you on Plenty of Fish before you weeded through and found him? About a year, I guess. And you'd gone on other dates? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd gone on a few dates. Um, (laughs) A few lunch dates. Yeah. A few lunch dates and maybe one or two after work dates or something like that. Right. But, you know, you know very quickly if they're going to match with you, but... You know, I, I agree. I didn't take the time to waste the time. And, you know, there was a requirement. You had to have a job. Hmm. You needed to be able to support yourself because I'm not going to support you. You know, things like that. And just take your take your time and don't jump into something very quickly because, uh, Lord knows, I know it could be the wrong jumping. Yeah. Mm. Yes, I know that, I think too. Sam's been there before. Yeah, yeah. I've jumped a few times. Yeah. Me, too. 
I love you bring up a very good point. You know right away, especially when you're sitting across from somebody at lunch. You either really want to be there and know more about them or you don't. Right. Yeah. Thank you, Casey. The thing she's talking about is called chemistry, I believe. Yeah. You either have chemistry with somebody or you don't. You really can't force it. And you can pick that up in the first five minutes, I think. Really? That I don't quickly? Mean, yeah. I, I say give it the lunch. Okay. All right. Anytime you want to jump in and join us, 877-310-4MSJ. Um, you know, we were discussing this the other day, and we were talking about it with our girls at the dinner table the other night, Sam, um, Murphy, and I, about... There being almost too much information, thanks to the world of social me- social media, in whatever feed you're looking at, there's almost too much information coming at us all the time. So you have to learn to self-regulate. Yeah. It's not healthy to be looking at other stuff all the time. We were talking about this with our girls because Taylor was telling us about, what was it, a second social media site that some, some of her peers oh, yeah. have? Yeah, well, you've, you've got your regular account and then you've got your spam account. Have you heard of this? I've Sam? never heard so it like put, put that a, way. A regular Facebook and a, a spam. Well, Facebook? it's not Facebook for them. No or way. Whatever. Like though. Instagram yeah, or Snapchat right. under a different alias, so that they can be more expressive about things. For you know, they only allow certain about people to other people. Those oh, accounts. producer David's got his hand up. Oh, you mean like a Finstagram? Your fake Instagram? Oh, I don't yeah, know. Maybe that's yeah, what it I is. know. I know some uh, college kids that I. Oh, well, I went to college. They're still in college now. That they have one of those. And right. It's very expressive. It sounds like very stuff real. you wouldn't want the public to. see. See if they knew well, then, it was you. Okay. And this is what Murphy, what piece of advice Murphy whipped out at the table, which I thought was huge. So anybody on social media, check this out. This came from a grandfather, a friend's grandfather. You know, say, a friend of ours said his grand his his favorite grandfather's saying was never put anything in writing that you will regret later because mm-hmm. it lasts forever. It does. Never put mm-hmm. anything negative or ugly in writing that you don't want to stick because you can't take it back. I believe that. And for so, email, for text, for yeah. Social media. I mean, his grandfather was around long before the internet. You know what I mean? So this was just like, you know, notes and, you know, whatever. But now, whether it's an email or anything that you... I mean, to me, even if it is your quote-unquote fake account, just because it's fake doesn't mean that the words aren't going to hurt Or that that it's not going to eventually reach the person you're venting about. True. Mm -hmm. I just think it's ridiculous. And when you have a true um, problem with someone, the thing to do is either get on with your life and let it go... Or talk to them about it. You know, we've lost a little bit of that. So I love that advice. Yeah. It's like, it's good for anybody. Perfect. Right. I think I'm going to get my Finstagram account today. Okay. <laughs> Special surprise for you guys this morning. What's that, Jody? Because somebody that we love a lot has been through a lot lately. Former producer Drew joins us this morning. Hey, Dolan. Hey guys, how's it going? Great. Good. In case you don't remember, producer Drew was with us in the very beginning for a long time, and uh, and now he's an established attorney. You know, with a Busy. roster of celebrity, being a lo- being a lawman, <laughs> a Hollywood attorney. Huh? Okay, <laughs> that's right. So, some would say I've moved downward since leaving y'all. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't no, say that. That, that. That's producer Emily. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> look, I want to get straight to why. We're visiting with you because I heard some news the other day that it made my heart drop. Um, yeah. You are how old now? 39 years old. And what happened the other day? Had a heart attack. Mm. You know, I, yep. it, when we heard that, I was, I mean, I was just stunned, Speechless. mortified. So tell us about the day. All right. So I woke up at 430 on Saturday morning, which is not my normal. And it feels like I got a fist, a knot in my chest, middle of my chest. Mm. Huh. 
and I, and I sit up and I sit still and it's okay. It's manageable, but kind of freaked out a little bit, a little concerned. Yeah. It's not going away. Is that what you thought immediately? Uh, That's heart. A little concerned about it. Yeah. Uh, cause I woke up and that woke me. That's what woke me up. Mm-hmm. I, if I, if I sat still and sat up, it would get better. If I laid down, it hurt. If I got up and walked around for any length of time, it hurt. Mm-hmm. So I just sat there. I watched some TV. I'm trying to, you know, do something. Oh. Thinking, okay. It's, uh, yeah, I'm 39. It's got to be indigestion. It's got to yeah. be a million different things other than sure. what it could be. Okay. And when, finally, Libby wakes up. We talk about it. I'm concerned enough where I've decided to talk to her about it. <laughs> That's <laughs> progress. Yeah. Yes. Once you let her in on it, your wife. Which okay. means, because I know what the reaction is going to be. Go get somebody to look at it. So yeah. I go and they do a couple of EKGs and everything looks fine. Uh, one, the place I was at originally tells me, well, our EKG machine, uh, EKG machine's not working very well. Mm. <laughs> well, that's not good. <laughs> we're not getting a great reading. Everything looks fine, but just out of an abundance of caution, we're going to, why don't you go to the ER instead? Okay. Oh, get in the car and drive the ER. In fact, I'm so unconcerned about this. Libby went to the movies with the kids. Oh, are you serious? But you did end up, it was a heart attack. So the next time I see a doctor, he's like, you're getting admitted to the hospital, buddy. Mm. You're having, you're having a heart attack. All right. There goes my Saturday. (laughs) I cannot even believe you. All right, stick around with us a little bit more. We want to talk about this a little bit more. Stop laughing, Sam. I was going to watch the game today, too. We're visiting with former producer Drew, whom we love, and we don't get to chat with very often, but we heard some news the other day that really, sh- well, shook me up, and I, I know I could, Sam's face went pale when you heard this, Sam, um, that you had, Drew, a heart attack. I did. At 39 yeah, they, years old. Part of my Saturday. You woke up, you had this, like, it felt like a fist sitting on your chest. You go to the hospital, even without the wife and kids, you're like, I'm just going to take care of this and see what's up. And they admitted you because you were having a heart attack? Yes. Libby's there at the hospital with me at this point. We're sitting there. I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm adopted. I don't really have a lot of medical history on this. Why don't Mm -hmm. you text my birth mother and ask her Mm -hmm. if we got any family history of this kind of thing? Good idea. Good idea. But like a decade ago. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. We get back a text message that says, oh, yeah, every male in the family's had heart problems. In fact, mm. every male's had a heart attack before the age of 40. Hey. Well, now you're a member of the family. I'm a winner True. in the genetic lottery. Yeah. Um, True. And so at that point, now my doctor is a little more concerned, of and course. we're going in for the heart cast, the mm. heart catheter on Sunday, where they take something, a tube, and they run it up a vein, and mm. they go to my heart and take a look and see what's going on. And you were um, blocked, right? I had 100% blockage in my left artery. Holy smokes. Uh, so at that point, uh, I'm told I'm told before I go into the heart cast, that, well, if everything's fine, you'll be out in 15 minutes. Whoa. Okay. Uh, if everything's not fine, maybe a little longer. Mm-hmm. Three hours later, I woke up. Oh, uh, true. And I got a stent put in that left artery to keep it open. Mm. I got a, a bunch of new fun medications I get to take that I'm told forever. And your diet is different, isn't it? They probably need to be different anyway. Uh, I'm getting to discover all those vegetables I've been putting pushing off the plate for uh, all those I remember years. that. <laughs> he hated vegetables, Drew. Uh, I'm now I'm now learning about what sodium means and how much I should have, and uh, oh oh dear God, how much you get when you go to places, and mm-hmm. you know how much if you don't pay attention, how much sodium you can take in in a given day is yeah. unbelievable. And I'm not a big salt guy. 
Well, but I'm still I'm still here, and that's the beauty of it. Uh, I get a chance to make some changes and do some things, and see if I can uh, work on that in the future. Yeah, you know, hopefully learn some lessons. So glad you're okay. And we appreciate you sharing the message because you know what, everybody by the time they get into the 30s should be asking those kind of questions about history and the family. Um, That's right. If you don't have a medical history, go get it. Uh, If you don't know what sodium and cholesterol are and what levels look like, go find out. Right. Uh, and if you have any issues whatsoever, don't be a hero. Go get checked. It could save your life. Listen yeah. to you. Uh, yeah, there I go. Yeah, you do. Preaching. All right, we love you. <laughs> Take care, Thank okay? You. Love y'all too. All right. All right, Murphy, you remember what we had last night for dinner? What did you have? Go ahead and tell Sam. Oh, I had a sandwich last yeah, night. Turkey yeah, turkey sandwich. It, it was. I had to stop and think for a minute. It was kind of a crazy night. I just put together a turkey sandwich, which was great. We had some hummus on the side. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you we, use regular bread or toast. Regular bread. Regular bread. Mm. I toasted mine. The thing is, I bring this up. I literally think it might make sense for me, just for the time being, to stop cooking dinner at night. I lately the the girls come home from school so hungry, and they eat. So they eat a third meal at three thirty and four o'clock in the afternoon, and they snack too. And all these years, I've been cooking dinner, and dinner's ready around what six or six thirty, depending on what we have going on when we're home. They don't want to, and eat. they don't want to eat. How many times lately? I think ten times I can count lately. I have cooked like look, Phoebe, your favorite stuff. Look, Taylor, your favorite thing. And yeah. they're like, I'm not really that hungry, and that's because they had eaten something significant. An hour ago. Well, don't feed them a big snack. I, because, I mean, I, I always you. heard this when I was a kid. Oh, hell yeah. And I tell mine, too, you're going to ruin your dinner. I agree with I've that. told them that. Because that's also a life habit that could be a problem later on. Oh, you're I know. that big of a snack later and then yeah. a late dinner. But they're, we all, we when they're sat- really hungry and they start doing homework or whatnot, I don't want to be the person who's always going, nope, no more. If they're really hungry... I don't want to be that person. I think it's kind of our responsibility, don't you? I mean, we yeah. are. The, unfortunately, we are the good cops and the bad cops. Sounds like you're being a bad mom there. <laughs> right. She's not. I'm going to be bad I, cop. But I think it, again, is about getting them back on a schedule. They just, uh, they're just now fresh back in their school schedule. So maybe it just needs a tweak, like Sam's saying. I guess. You didn't like that turkey sandwich? Be oh, a I nice little it. break for me no, for a while. You know me. I don't expect <laughs> you to do that. But I do think that we all need, the four of us need to be able to sit down. I know. I love That's good that. good time, quality time, right? It's kind of like, come in here anyway. Mm-hmm. You're going to eat one spoonful. Come yeah. in here and sit with us anyway. If you need to, blame it on me. Mr. Sam says, I don't need to give all you that kids, big of a snack this afternoon. Uh, no, that's okay. I can handle it. I can handle them. I'm willing I'm to bad. take the hit for you. Thanks. No, no need. My nephew, Asa, uh, surprised and proposed uh, to his fiance and, uh, you know, marriage. And the way that they did it was really sweet. My family, you know, loves the beach, mm-hmm. as you know. And so uh, they were at Pensacola Beach for this proposal. <laughs> Over the weekend. The whole family or just? Um, no, part of the family. Obviously, yeah. Jody and I weren't there. but um, and went, Obviously, we weren't invited. We sure do wish him well. <laughs> I mean, they were, you know, they wanted to make sure that the circle was was tight just because. They didn't want her to know. It was a surprise. Right. right. And you started bringing in too many people from out of town all of a sudden. You know, I mean. So, What's going on here? Right. Right. So, um, so uh, but my sister did send the pictures back and it was really really beautiful that's the thing that's how we learned that was the coolest part one one of the coolest things that i've ever received on a text was a picture of him um you know down on one knee on the beach in a heart yeah with rose petals everywhere yeah apparently 
um, his dad, you know, my brother-in-law, and my father, who was there, you know, mid- made this with rakes, a sand-shaped heart. Uh-huh. A yeah. heart shaped and heart shaped, shaped in the sand. sand. Right, right. And then it was filled with rose petals. This is the part. Do you know how many rose petals were in there? No. 3,000 rose, pe- <laughs> rose petals. <laughs> that cost a fortune. And it's, well, how, how, it's, how many roses is that? There's a lot of petals on one rose. I don't know. There's a little math here. I, mean, I don't know. If there's 10 <laughs> petals on a rose... 30 roses? Your sister no, told me... 300 roses. <laughs> your sister sorry. said there Bad. were 50 candles, but they wouldn't stay lit because of 25, 20-mile-an-hour gusts. Well, that's the beach. Candles I know. Won't but with all, so with all the, the tropical warnings in place. Yeah. 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 I, was, I'm glad that the weather held out for me. What a sweet thing. It's to see the pictures, and it's exciting, and it's and really special, too, to see your nephew, I mean, who in your mind is 10 years old forever, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. You know, who's now a grown proposing. adult. And proposing is really... It's beautiful. A proposal on the beach is something else else now you think they'll get married on the beach we haven't had that we don't know what they're planning well, yet. my brother got married on the beach yeah so maybe 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 he will beach weddings are beautiful well, it gives us a reason to go doesn't yeah. it uh, <laughs> if we'll get invited huh that's a joke anyway congr- <laughs> congratulations of course we it is beautiful we'll put the picture on our facebook page today okay so you can see those how many pe- rose petals three thousand <laughs> So, uh, Jody and our girls typically get really excited when they see yard signs as they're driving along. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> Those for garage sales, and then the big ones are the estate sales. It reminds me of my grandmother. Um, and It's so funny to me that Phoebe, who is 12, loves a garage sale. Sometimes on a Saturday morning when we have nothing going on and I'm looking way forward to sleeping late, she will wake me up and go, can we go find a garage sale or an estate sale, Mom? And do you, uh, <laughs> we, we sometimes do. She do you loves it. Drive by and scope it before you get out the park the car and get out, or are you just park uh, if you see maybe it? Maybe a wee little bit. Well, what yeah. good does that do, scoping it? You don't Wait, know what's in the car. You drive by you and you look over and it's like, well, it looks like it's been picked over. Yes, yeah, sometimes. I mean, you, you do that within know. two seconds. Yeah. Yes. It's, but inside, most of these estate sales, I mean, they've got, yeah. they don't empty it in the, in the carport. It's like you're going through the whole house. They've got things organized in each room. Estate you sales know. are crazy to me. I mean, you know, you, you just never know what you're going to see in there. Remember earlier this year, I bought for like a nativity? a nativity set I know. Yeah. for Christmas. Well, and Phoebe, it, and it was, it's in perfect condition. It's beautiful. And I realize I'm I'm such a geek because to me I walk in and I start seeing people's life story instead of their things. He starts you know googling I mean? the person. Oh, he worked for the phone company. You know, I mean, all of that. I just I just do. Oh, now, she must the, have loved but, Christmas. But the estate sale <laughs> that you got a, a text on earlier this week, Jody, yeah, is this apparently. Is weird. This is like in a in a very high end neighborhood. Is that it right? Is. I am. Today would be the day, and I'm too. I feel like first of all. I need to be focusing on other things. We're going to go visit my cousin Candace uh, this weekend and bring right. her much needed stuff because she's still recovering from Harvey. And so I need to be focused on that, not on someone's priceless art. Not on diamond encrusted Tupperware. But we were, I was, Ooh. I got the email alert about it and it's like you could show up. It was yesterday afternoon for like wine and cheese and getting your number a preview party. And then Look, today, no touch. today would be the day and it's art and all this it is higher end stuff, and then all that vintage stuff. Remember, Sam? Do you feel like you got to dress up for it? I hope not. It's. I mean, look. Still, no. to me, at the end of the day, I wouldn't be intimidated by it. At the end of the day, it's a garage sale. It's an estate sale. You know what I mean? It I guess. Just happens to be in a nicer home. It's so. very hard to keep away. I'm just nervous that I won't be it's, right. It, even rich people have junk. Right? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that how you approach it when you walk in? It's just a garage sale. That's the quote of the day. Um, Murphy, I might need a little 
assistance or some advice from you here. You know, it's been uh, since Labor Day that I've stopped drinking. Yay, yeah, Sam. Again, right. Uh, and in doing so, um, I guess because I drank, when my go-to drink was drink. And so now when I'm not drinking, it's like I've got iced tea, I've got social situations, or even sitting around the house. Oh, okay. It's like it gets old drinking iced tea after a while. Or then when you switch over to, say, one of those sparkling waters with the flavors, the mandarin orange. Really right. good for a while, and then it's like, okay, this. Well, is that's gonna be old. true for everything. But guess what? You're in the you're in America. There are more <laughs> choices here than anywhere else. I know. I don't know if I need to come up with a you know plot out a grid of a system. I need to. Sounds jump. like you you well, letting guess, this get in your I way, just, and I just not, like, yeah, I, I say, like well, to drink a lot, and I don't mean the alcohol. You I like just, to have right. a beverage, yeah. But why do you have to have one go-to beverage? I mean, if you vary it up, then you eliminate your problem. So sometimes it's water, and sometimes it's diet soda, and sometimes it's tea. I can, I can give it. you a new drink idea every day if you'd like for a year. That'd be fun. Okay, can I mean, you want to start with this weekend? Ginger ale, delicious. Oh uh, yeah, busy. You know what's weird about ginger ale? I never think to drink of it unless I'm on a plane. Why? I mean, they come around and they say, "Would you like a soft drink out of ginger ale?" Ginger ale? Haven't had one of those since the last flight. <laughs> Supposedly, yeah. it's is this true, Murphy? Supposedly, I was told to drink it when I was pregnant. It keeps you from being nauseated or something. Yeah, upset right. the stomach. ginger in it is the and, and so I don't know if that's an old wives' tale thing or if it's like the real deal. But that's mm. the real reason that people would drink it because ginger is supposed to be settling your stomach. So if you have Honestly, a bumpy flight, you, you have another advantage, Sam, really over me because I can't really do a ton of the sugar drinks. You know what I mean? Because really? of the type one diabetes. So you know you can literally go do anything or try anything. Yeah. You also have that option. This is America. Too many options. Have you been down the cereal aisle? Too many options. You have every diet option, too. But I would do ginger ale this weekend and then I hit me up next week. I thought of ginger ale. That's a good idea. And they make diet ginger ale, too. So That's right. So, okay. Endless possibilities. You have no problem. All right. Murphy's on the road today, but with us. You still there? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, I just figured I would call him while I'm traveling to go help a friend. Excellent. Then okay. I go see a man about a horse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so we were telling you about our Phoebe, who is 12 years old, who's a cheerleader. She's a seventh grade cheerleader, and she decided to up her game recently. She wanted to try to try prep. That's what it's called, right, David? Yeah, yeah. You can call it's, it a prep. Some people call it a half or just to hands. Okay, it's, it's, it's multiple names for it. It's but. her, but if, if you don't know what that is, if you're not in cheerland, which I, I was not until she became a cheerleader, mm-hmm. it's going up on top or yes, letting the girls you're standing lift. on top and of three girls. Prep? It's called. I don't know why it's called prep. (laughs) The two bases are holding Phoebe's feet near their chin at chest level. And Phoebe's just standing. And she's standing up there and she's doing the. Anyway, anyway, she conquered it recently. She really wanted to do it. And from the first time she actually did it successfully in practice, she's been waiting and waiting, waiting to do it. Now we go to most of her, um, most of the games, the basketball games where she cheers. And so the other night, Taylor was at a rehearsal for a play she's doing at her school. It was a long, long day. We decide. I, I even told her. I said, "Phoebe, we're not going to come to the come tonight. That if that's okay with you." And she was like, "Oh yeah, it's fine." So we're sitting at home watching Stranger Things, the final episode. Oh. <laughs> last one of the season. We're sitting there watching the last one. Like this is so good and this is so awesome. And we're going to go pick up the girls in a minute. And I get a text from a dear friend who sent me a picture of Phoebe on top doing prep in front of the whole school and basketball game. Look what you're missing. 
I felt like the biggest loser parent for not being well, there. Well, Jody froze. I thought something was wrong with a family member or something. She's like, oh, oh no. Oh, no. And she shows me this picture. It's like, oh, wow, that's cool. Oh, wait, we weren't there for that. But let me tell you, when we did pick her up after the game, she's like, Mom, we didn't plan it. It was last minute. They asked me if I wanted to, and I said yes. And she ended up doing it three times that night. So I have videos from my friends. Honestly, I think possibly, and this is not rationalization, Mm -hmm. but you know what? Maybe us not being there didn't put the pressure on her, and she was more comfortable to do that. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I would, would, that would be my first thought. I know that always messes up kids, especially when you're teaching cheer camp the final day when parents show up. That's when they just, it's like their first day ever walking. I guess because you you want to please nobody more than your parents. Well, anyway, so proud of her. I I feel much better now. I don't feel like a bad parent so much. We'll post a picture at murphysamandjody.com on our Facebook page this morning if it's new and you can eat it sam's found it he's the food dude one of the sure are number of sure signs that it's fall here in america we got the uh starbucks christmas cups you know oh uh, yes all the decorations are on the shelves at all your favorite stores and yeah, i started uh, at some of the stores back in august yeah and uh well uh, not walmart but mcdonald's has rolled out the mcrib once again this year <laughs> Okay, and that's a, that's a I always do it this thing. time. I always, yeah, I always get lost in it. I know that it's only done occasionally, but it's, I never remember what time of year. It's like a permanent limited edition thing. Yeah, they roll it out every year in the fall, late in the fall. Now, now all McDonald's don't have it right now because it kind of makes its way across the country, right? And they really don't. Like in the old days, I used to say McRib is coming back, but now it just kind of shows up on the menu and it's all over social media. Hey, the McRib is back! Yeah. Yeah. So McRib, if you don't have it in your McDonald's right now, over the next week or two, you're going to see it roll out there. But get it while you can if you're a McRib fan because it's going to go away again. Question is, you guys going to get one? I don't, uh, you know what? I don't do that. I've made it a somewhat annual pil- pilgrimage. <laughs> yeah, I've had I've had a few of them, and it's like, yeah, okay, I get what's going. That's on. That's why what? they do it once a year. I remember our former producer Drew used to get them all yeah, the time. They drive right? miles every single year, right? The grub. I'm still a quarter pounder man myself. Yeah. You guys ready for America's longest married couple <laughs> offering their relationship advice? And how 80, long have they been married? Eighty-five years hmm. they've been married. How do you Sweet. like that? So John they... is 104 years old and Anne is 100 years old. Wow. wow. They met and married during the Great Depression. Um, and it's simple am- answers because they had this party recently, their 85th wedding anniversary, but they didn't want to go way deep into it. So it's simple answers. For her, she says she thinks you have to like a person before you love them. Ah, that's the whole friendship thing. I yeah. agree. So true. Um, and she said for her, for for her, joy, the joy of children and family, she feels added to her life. Meaning she enjoyed having children and a family. It was the highlight of her life. And I think a lot of families would tell you that, would it agree with that. Makes sense. So that's what she had to say. He, John, had to say that um, his life with Anne has been two things natural his marriage natural and understanding meaning they have a lot of understanding of each other and it's just comfortable it sounds like to me natural being with her 
in That's five good. years. Nothing too complicated about that. No. He, he would be, if my grandmother was still alive, she would be 104. So that's that generation. Nice. Um, but, you know, I love that his wife said what she said about being friends first. That's really what she's saying when you like somebody. You have to like it, somebody, too. It's about being friends first because if you don't have that, it's very difficult to build the foundation. The little spark can be the thing that brings you together, but you really do have to have that bond. Yeah, I think that a lot of people will bring that up because, let's just be honest, in day-to-day life with somebody, you're going to not like them sometimes. Yeah. But you still love them. Although that's the exception of the rule for me and Jody. She loves me all the time. I do love you all the time. Yes, that's what we're saying. I know that. You're going to say, did this couple have anything to say about getting in fights and, you know... No, they didn't have anything to say about that. Just that it's very natural and understanding. Mm. Like the understanding, like letting somebody be who they are, letting somebody be in a bad mood, that kind of thing. That's all they had to say, but I just love that. And they just celebrated 85... By the time you're in your hundreds, I mean, look, by the time you're in your 70s and 80s, you've begun to kind of accept and have yeah. a better perspective of life. Yeah. By the time, What you're, are we going to fight about? Right. 